point number 152 that At-Tahawi says وَنَرَى الصَّلَاةَ خَلْفَ كُلِّ بَرٍ وَفَاجِرٍ مِنْ أَهْلِ الْقِبْلَةِ وَعَلَى مَنْ مَاتَ مِنْهُمْ And we hold praying the prayer behind every righteous or sinful person from the people of the Qibla. And upon whoever dies from them. And just to repeat that, and we hold praying the prayer behind every righteous or sinful person from the people of the Qibla. And upon the funeral prayer, and upon whoever dies from them. Shaykh al Fawzan said, Hafidhullah, this includes two matters. The first is that the prayer is a deed and act of goodness. So if the people carry it out, particularly the rulers, <coughs> then they have performed something good and have done well. And abandoning praying behind them results in a great calamity with regard to breaking the ranks and splitting unity and the shedding of blood. And this is a great danger. So this must be prevented. He, alayhi salatu wassalam, said, Sheikh Fawzan said, He, alayhi salatu wassalam, said, Sallu khalfa man qal la ilaha illallah wa ala man qala la ilaha illallah. This report here that the Prophet وسلم, is reported as having said, Pray behind whoever says none has the right to be worshipped except Allah. And upon, upon the funeral of, and upon whoever says none has the right to be worshipped except Allah. In a footnote, they mention this report is reported by Adara Qutni. And as for Shaykh al-Albani, and Shaykh al-Albani mentions in his notes to At-Tahawiyyah that this report is da'if. This report is an unauthentic report. Then Shaykh al-Fawzan said, so this is in general. In general, we pray behind any Muslim and we pray funeral prayer over any Muslim. That's the general principle. This is in general. So how about the rulers? In other words, even more so it applies to the rulers. If a Muslim leads the prayer, we pray behind him. Or if a Muslim dies, then we pray funeral prayer over him. A general Muslim. So how about the case of a ruler? He said, so how about the rulers? Those who, if they are resisted, and opposed, then this breaks obedience. 
and it splits unity and produces evil effects upon the Muslims. So he said, so this is the position of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. This is the position of the people of the Sunnah and the Jama'ah. They pray the Jumu'ah prayers and the congregational prayers. And they fight jihad in Allah's cause along with every ruler. Whether he be righteous or whether he be sinful. As long as he does not depart from Islam. As long as he does not exit from Islam. As long as he's still a Muslim. As long as that ruler is still a Muslim, whether he be righteous or wicked, then the position of the people of the Sunnah is that we pray behind, we pray the Jumu'ah prayer behind him, we pray the congregational prayers behind him, and fight jihad behind him as well. Sheikh Fawzan said, This is a fundamental principle from the fundamentals of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. From the time of the companions until the time of the Imams. And there is ijma', there is consensus of the Muslims from the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah upon it. So that's with regard to the first point. Sheikh Fawzan indicates the, the heading here, it covers two matters. First, praying behind the rulers, whether they be righteous or, or sinful. And he said, the second matter is praying upon the funeral of a Muslim, even if he is a sinful person, as long as he has not left Islam. Then he is a Muslim. There is for him whatever there is for the Muslims. And there is due upon him whatever is due upon the Muslims. However, if the person has departed from Islam, then the prayer is not said over him. In the funeral prayer, if, he, if the person exited from Islam, no longer a Muslim, then he dies, then funeral prayer is no longer said over him because he is not a Muslim. Then Shaykh al-Fawzan makes a, an important point connected with that. Having said that, he says, but not every person can pass the judgment of apostasy upon someone or upon the people. Not everyone can pass the judgment of apostasy upon the people. Rather, that judgment is given by the people of knowledge and insight by referring back to the principles of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. And as for each and every person, then they cannot pass that judgment. In the judgment that such and such person has left Islam. Each and every person cannot pass that judgment. Even if in doing so, the person's intentions are good and he is desiring good. 
Rather, the judgment is for the people of insight and those firmly grounded in knowledge. And that's where Sheikh Fawzan ends, ex- ends the explanation of this point. Making the point that not everybody can pass the judgment that so-and-so has done such and such, therefore he's left Islam, he's become an apostate. Even if intending to do so, he, he, intends, he has a good intention that I want to defend Islam and look what he's done. And, and that doesn't give you the right to just pass the judgment of apostasy upon him. Rather, as the Sheikh said, that is for the people of insight, the people of knowledge, who are firmly grounded in knowledge to pass that ruling. <clears throat> With regard to this point, Sheikh al-Albani, rahimahullah, the point that Tahawi brings here, praying behind the Muslim rulers, whether they be righteous or sinful, and praying funeral prayer over whoever dies from the people of the Qibla, then Sheikh al-Albani adds, he said, the evidence for that is the continual practice of the companions upon it. As you will see explained in the explanation, in the Sharh, meaning the explanation of Ibn Abil Iz, where he brings reports in that regard. Then Shaykh al-Bani said, and they are a sufficient evidence, I mean the companions are a sufficient evidence, and with them is the like of his saying, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, with regard to the rulers, يُصَلُّونَ لَكُمْ فَإِنْ أَصَابُوا فَلَكُمْ وَلَهُمْ وَإِنْ أَخْتَعُوا فَلَكُمْ وَعَلَيْهِمْ The hadith with regard, as Shaykh Albani said, this is a hadith referring to the imams, the rulers, or the imams, those who lead the prayer. That the Prophet said, They pray for your benefit. So if they are correct, then it is for you and for them. And if they err, then it will be for you and against them. If they err, then you will receive the reward of their prayer, and whatever they do wrong will be against them. The hadith reported by al-Bukhari, and you'll find it there as hadith number 694. And Ahmad and Abu Ya'la. And the Shaykh al-Bani indicated this was brought by Ibn Abil Iz as an evidence for this point that Tahawi brings, praying behind the Muslim rulers, whether they be righteous or sinful. This hadith being evidence for that. Then Shaykh al-Bani continued, and with regard to, with regard to the second point, and with regard to praying the prayer, I mean the funeral prayer, over whoever dies from them, there are other evidences which you will find, and he mentions his own book, Ahkamul Janaiz, in the book of the funeral regulations. Then Sheikh Albani points out a narration that's not authentic. He says, As for the hadith, Sallu khalfa kulli barrin wa fajir, wa sallu ala kulli barrin wa fajir. The hadith, pray behind every righteous person or wicked person and pray upon every righteous or wicked person then Shaykh al-Albani said then it is weak in its chain of narration as I have indicated in the notes to the explanation 
and I've made clear in my in his checking of Abu Dawood and in Irwa al Ghalil as Hadith 520. Then Shaykh Albani makes a further point that even if that hadith was authentic, the hadith is not authentic, even if it was, he said. Or rather, he quotes a further hadith, a second hadith. He said, and there is no proof that prayer is not correct behind a sinful person. And as for the hadith, اِجْعَلُوا أَئِمَّتَكُمْ خِيَارَكُمْ Make your imams the best ones of you. So this is an evidence some people use to try and say you can't pray behind imam if he's not a righteous person. So Shaykh al said there's no evidence for that point. And as for the narration which they use, make your imams the, the best ones of you. He said his chain of narration is weak, very weak. As I have verified in my book, Abda'ifa, as hadith number 1822. Then he said, and even if it were authentic, then there would still be no proof except for the obligation of making the imams from the best people. That is one thing. And the prayer being false and the prayer being null and void behind a sinful person is something else. In other words, even if that hadith were authentic, all it would be it would produce an obligation to make the imam from the righteous people. It doesn't mean that if, if somebody didn't do that, they made an imam from a wicked person and prayed behind him. It doesn't mean their prayer would be false and futile, but the hadith is weak. Then he said, especially if it is an obligatory prayer, along with the ruler. Then he said, yes, if the hadith, and he mentions a further hadith that people use, yes, if the hadith were authentic, that says, لَا يَأُمُّ فَاجِرٌ مُؤْمِنًا a wicked person may not lead a believer in prayer. He said, if that were authentic, that would be a clear proof to show that such an imam, a wicked imam, is not correct for him to be an imam. However, that is not authentic either. Because of its chain of narration, as I have made clear in my book, Irwa al-Ghalil, under Hadith 591. In other words, Sheikh Alban is saying there's no authentic narration to say that it's not correct to pray behind an imam if he's not righteous. A wicked person can't be the imam. If you pray behind him, your prayer is false and futile. There's no, there are narrations which are weak. There's no authentic narration to say that.